It's been 28 weeks since the pandemic began. Um, oh. Yeah. Happy like, anniversary. Uh, 28, yeah, 28 weeks since it officially became um, like a national pandemic in the U.S. So I just want to poise this question to you. How much of a disgrace has it been with all the music coming out that we haven't been able to properly use that music inside of a club atmosphere in 28 weeks? I think it's a it's a tragedy, but I will say um, I was in San Diego this past week and it's not like open open, but it's more open than Hawaii was. So I was like able to go out and eat and like be around people a little bit and like take my mask off. But um, I'm definitely learning that the pandemic made me more of a homebody. Like I can't do benders like I used to. And like things were closing at 10 and that, that timing was fantastic for me because I'm crashing real early these days. So I think I'm gonna, when shit opens back up for real, for real, I think I'm going to learn that uh, whatever youth I had left in me, I just I just got old and washed over this past 28 weeks. Um, It's just a travesty that uh, I feel bad for all the the hot girls or city girls, however they wish to be labeled. Um, They weren't able to thoroughly enjoy the 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 the, the, the new audio art that hit our ears uh this past summer of uh of WAP. Um they weren't able Alex, to thoroughly we didn't get to enjoy the weekend's album. Yeah, alright, but that's different. Like the weekend's album is not like I don't personally I don't want to really enjoy the weekend in a club atmosphere. I want to enjoy the weekend drunk by myself underneath my blankets. <laughs> With like a strobe. Yeah, best case scenario, like a like a low key rooftop bar is the only place I want to hear the weekend. Yeah. Oh no, I heard Heartless a couple times in the in the in the bar, and that was it's mistreated there. (laughs) Yeah, you kind of just have to take a deep breath. You know what I mean? Like when WAP comes on, girls can scream and start twerking. When that comes on, I have to take a deep breath and maybe splash some water in my own face in the bathroom. But Yeah, because they're playing Heartless as a club record. Evan, if you really get to the minutia of Heartless, it's not a club <laughs> record. It's a, it's a cry for help. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how his albums have been probably since Trilogy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, and that's why I, a man like me, I would much more prefer um, a red strobe light in my room whilst me being underneath covers. Um Drunk off of tequila that I had by myself. That's where I want to enjoy the weekend album. Joe, do you agree with that sentiment? Uh, yeah, wholeheartedly, absolutely. <laughs> now, having said that, off of Joe's point, um, I have always been a homebody, so I can't. I can always attest to that as well. You have, yeah. It's fascinating. You, you just said that. Do you want to introduce <laughs> the podcast? <laughs> um. Remember they told me that I wouldn't get it and I wouldn't got it. Shit. <laughs> I ain't had shit but live in my pockets, nigga. I was having withdrawals, now I'm at the bank, making deposits, nigga. 
Shout out to Fizzy, boy, get rich and I try and ain't no other option, I gotta go get it Remember my mom being broke as a joke, pay the rent with the light bill, shout out And they cut off the lights, it was dark at the house, but I knew I was bright still, shout out And they cut off the heat and my heart got cold, I'm talking about ice chill, shout out I knew I was great, even though niggas hated, I made it like Mike Will, shout out Went from eating no ramen to getting it poppin', can't take shit for granted, you know how we rockin' I made it look easy, like straight out of Compton, and now I'm on go, ain't no motherfuckin' stoppin' You see what I saw comin' up from the bottom, made me a menace like Dennis, no rhyming. Getting this shit ain't no motherfuckin' prowlers, I get him, I got him, we fuckin' the ride, nigga, fire the plant Ayy, fire the time, we were late on the rent at the first of the month, ayy He was PB&J every day, now we eatin' no cunts for lunch, ayy Now I walk in the store with my mama and tell her to buy what she want, I ain't here this is the No Relation podcast. This is episode seventy four, I believe. Um, Alex, did you get did you get a new bar, did you get a new barber? Yeah, I did. Okay, cool. Um, my name's Evan, by the way, and this is Joe signing on. How'd you tell I, I, I one, how'd you tell I got a new barber? I think the other one lied to you up better, and also, um, you, yeah, you just yeah. have to, he he nicked me like a motherfucker. Yeah, and also you just have it like angled like to a point where I don't know if you're trying to show it off, but like you don't have to with that one. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to show it. He, he like he cut me really good like on this side and on Ooh. this side. Is he is he new? No. You got waves going on, but I mean, I think that's a form barber. of colorism. <laughs> that's <laughs> your other barber. I think your other barber did, uh, did you up right. That's one thing that dark skins have on light skins, that when your barber messes up and nicks you a little bit, like for dark skins, it doesn't really show up. For light skins, it's pretty apparent. Yeah, so I can't wait for in two weeks when I go back to my regular barber of uh, trying to explain to them how I had to <laughs> see another barber because I had a comedy show that really didn't merit a haircut, but I got one anyways, so... You kind of have to pepper in, like, oh, man, I was, it was just like I had to get it in real soon. I know you're probably a little busy doing something, so, like, I just, yeah, I had to go see this one guy. My bad. You got pepper in. Yeah. If he's a good it's barber, like a, he'll smack you in the back of the neck when you say that. Yeah. Do you think they actually care about that stuff? They care less than regular. we think they care, but they, they probably care a little bit. What would you say, Evan? If you're a regular, maybe a little bit. Like when I uh, last time I went and saw another barber, I told like my barber about it. He's like, "Yeah, you see, see how your hair right now, like it's it's looking good." And like I didn't like you know look, feel like it gave you concussion. <laughs> like you're not, there's no nicks or anything. And like how you're complaining about what that other guy did. That's why you come here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they always like they always pretend like they take it lightly, but then throw some pretty solid digs in there. Like, yeah, man, that's why you go to somebody who's good at their job. But, you know, I mean, people are busy. <laughs> yeah, why didn't they get that spot behind your ear like that? Like, <laughs> didn't yeah, or, or why they straight, why they cut you on your head? Like, it's. <laughs> <laughs> They'll always be like, the crazy thing about nicking you is that it's not that hard to not do that. But, you know, it happens sometimes. Bad <laughs> your job. I've done this to you. Uh, how many times have I cut your hair? About like what? Like almost a hundred times. I have I nicked you? I haven't. Had it. It's just fine. I'm, I'm gonna keep. Ch- I'm fading you up right here. Just right here. How you like it? <laughs> Notice you sat down on the chair. Didn't even ask what you want. <laughs> <laughs> didn't stop talking about Dak Prescott the whole time. I never didn't break a beat in the conversation. <laughs> you just sat down, and now we're thirty minutes in. I haven't said a word to you about your hair. That's how it should be. 
One thing I did like about that barber is he didn't say a word. I kind of like my barbers not talking much. That's what I appreciate about mine. If I don't say anything to him, he won't say anything to me. Yeah, it depends on the like. Now I'm like actually kind of bros with my barber, so I talk to him a fair amount. But back in the, I used to have the Dominican barbers that couldn't even really speak English, and that was lovely because they would just sing salsa songs and talk shit to each other um, the whole time, and I didn't, I didn't contribute at all. And I, he couldn't speak English, so he just started uh, lining up my eyebrows, and I never asked him to, and he did it every time. Yeah. That's when you know you just have a bond with your barber. <laughs> exactly. I was looking Dominican than a motherfucker. I looked like a, a third baseman for the Angels by the end of that haircut. My barber looked at me once and told me, hey, you know you need to shave your beard right? I'm like, yeah, just can you line it up, though? He's like, I mean, I can, but like, there's not much I can do with it, but like, let me see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I knew he was he was for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's the barber barber banter is so funny. Once I came in, normally I shave like either before I go to the barber, but like so like I don't know. I just feel like I want to be fully crispy by the time I leave. But there was one time where like I hadn't shaved for like two weeks and had my full ratty ass beard, and uh, he cut me, and then he was just like, "Oh, yo, I kind of like you with this bad beard." I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> it was like, I mean, because like now like you're crispy up top, but like your beard looks like shit, so it's like a good balance. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a solid look for you. You look rustic. I was like, I don't, I don't, you I don't like, me I don't like you... how you said that. Hey, wh- what are you trying to say here, man? <laughs> you just call me ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I it, well, it was either like, so it was either I get my haircut this weekend before my sh- before my comedy show, or. I wait till Wednesday, just wear a hat for the comedy show, uh, and you know, just be crusty till Wednesday. But I, I you see if your barber actually knew you, he would know when you sat down. Like, man, man, why don't you just wear that hat like you normally do? <laughs> well, I wanted to have some confidence. Didn't know that I didn't need anything at all. I was gonna bomb anyways. So, gotta. <laughs> <laughs> Could have could have went down to Hawaii, seen landing, and <laughs> wouldn't have changed a thing. I would have, <laughs> would have did awful. So, anywho's, um, you guys want to get into? You guys want to get some topics? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Evan, are we twins? Yeah, I knew you were about to say that. You thought you were the, you were, uh, what is it? Alpha Bravo. What's a what's the military uh, term for C? Uh, cosmopolitan, Kappa. <laughs> I don't know. Charlie, is it Charlie? Cosby, Cosby, Castro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, did you see the, Evan? Did you see those two twins on the on? It's like they're on like Twitter or TikTok or some shit. And then, like, they just keep getting quizzed on on shit that they should know. Like, it'll be like, how many days are in a year? And they're like, I don't know, like 50? <laughs> and then, uh, but one of the questions was, like, who painted the Mona Lisa? And they're like, who painted the Mona Lisa? It was Mona Lisa, wasn't it? <laughs> and, then, and then who actually painted it popped up and said Da Vinci. And it was like, Da Vinci? (laughs) (laughs) 
I appreciate the full blown recap of that. First of all, <laughs> second, did we did that get sent in the group chat or do we all just have the same Twitter feed? I'm confused as hell. They probably retweeted it. Oh yeah, I that's never probably saw true. It. I never saw it because um, you don't follow me on Twitter. Yeah, but um, Alex, so I have a question. If me and you had to go into a quiz show and we had to answer questions about one another. How soon do you think we will get eliminated from Saquon Cell? Um, by technicality, would we get eliminated, <laughs> or by like we were like kicked off the show, eliminated? Because yeah. it's two different. Let's say both scenarios. Well, all right. So I I could probably win the show. I feel like I feel like I know you pretty well. But <laughs> would I get <laughs> y'all would get disqualified for sure? Yeah, would I get heated after they asked me like one question? Yes, that's that's the that's like they would ask me like um I don't know they would ask me some shit well, like no, what's his favorite like ask- food and I was like I don't know what his favorite food is but I can tell you he still chews with his mouth open sometimes and fucking <laughs> pisses me off. <laughs> No, it's going to be some question like, so what's his favorite color? I'm going to write down red, and for some reason, you're going to say it's blue now. I'm like, <laughs> it's been fucking blue for years, bitch. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> I liked the red Power Ranger one time, and this nigga's thought it's been red since I was five. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Is your favorite color still green? <laughs> Exactly, dumbass. <laughs> Ugly ass. <laughs> Who's, whose favorite color is fucking green? Ugly ass shit. This nigga wants to dress like a fucking forest everywhere he goes. <laughs> and, you know what? Oh, that's, is- that's why they should. Because I know you hate earth tones, you bitch. <laughs> See, this is how we would get disqualified. Just... <laughs> Yeah. What? Wait. What I, your, I was expecting. What is I was, I was expecting. <laughs> what's, what's your favorite color? It doesn't matter now. No, I'm curious. I think it's green still. Ugh. As as an adult, do you have a favorite color? Is that a thing? I, still? I think that thing. I think that leaves as soon as you stop watching like Power Rangers or something. Like. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you stop using crayons every day of your life, you stop having a favorite color. No, my favorite color is uh, Carolina blue. I uh, Joe, what, <clears throat> Joe, what's yours? Since we're doing uh, this now, I guess. <laughs> Killing it on this podcast. <laughs> we're so good at this. Um, purple. Mine's uh, mine's blue. It's always been blue. I thought it'd I be like purple. blue. I got. I wear a lot of blue. It might actually be blue now. I don't know. A lot of. Well, straight males on this podcast, huh? We're just <laughs> straight, straight heterosexual males that like the color blue. I huh? also, I also like uh, uh we so cal- we all- I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna do something with that little part right there, right? You're gonna bleep it out, nope. delete nope. it. You're gonna do something. To which that's not so, actually in the past. How soon are you uh, leaving the country, want- Evan? Because I feel like you give less of a fuck every week. <laughs> you guys want to talk about Jason Whitlock and how uh, he, uh, he talked about Katie Nolan? No, can we talk about let Miles say nigga first? Yes. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> so, Joe, do you know what this is referencing? I know exactly what it's referencing. In fact, I'll preface it. 
Go ahead, Joe. Take it away. Um, the newest Spider-Man and arguably the most important Spider-Man, uh, Miles Morales from uh, what, what was his movie called? Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah, mm-hmm. Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Um, didn't say nigga throughout that whole film, and he is black and Dominican and from New York. Let's let's be serious here. Yeah. We need yeah, to let my nigga Miles nigga say he was nigga. seven. Yeah. That's probably he what he thought calls that was his, his name at some point. Yeah, he thought it was his name at some point. Yeah. Isn't he supposed to be from Brooklyn? Are you shitting me? I think it's, he's supposed to be from Queens. Like Queens of the Bronx or something like that. You know Either what? Way, it doesn't matter. We named three boroughs of New York. We just named three boroughs of New York where you're calling someone nigga when you're three years old. Yeah. Your teacher calls you nigga when you're, when you're, <laughs> when you're in New York at that age. I'm just saying, if we're going to have authenticity in the art that we show youth, if he's going to be a, a Afro-Latino man, he needs to be saying nigga. Your movie can still be PG-rated, too. <laughs> does nigga get, even get bleeped on TV? I don't think it does. It depends, on, saying, it depends who's saying it. So if you're white, you tell it me probably does. You're telling me if he's fighting the vulture and the vulture takes him up to the sky. You're saying you're telling me one time he's not going to say, nigga, if you don't let me go. You, you're telling me he's not going to say that. If he's in the Avengers and he's with that uh, and he's with nigga cat, he's going to, you know, he's going to get exchanged a couple of times. Why you got to bring up why you got to bring up Black Panther right now? Oh, too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Well, the Falcon or something. Oh, uh, nigga bird. All right, so if he's with Nigga Bird, <laughs> you know, it's just going to get tossed around a couple of times, I think. Like, they got to talk about basketball at some point. <clears throat> I don't know. He'd be like, like, can a nigga get some, like, you know, some more buildings in New York? I don't know. What, what's... <laughs> I could you see him having a conversation. Wait, wait, Alex, did you say that? <laughs> it's so funny. Sometimes I listen back to this and I'm like, it's so it's so crazy how much dumb shit I just let slide because I'm so used to it <laughs> from y'all. Uh, I don't know. What's something else that nigga can say? Um, yeah, he could like be swinging around and like scuff up his Tim's or something. Does he wear Tim's? In the, I feel like he should wear Tim's. That's that's more authenticity if we're talking about it. Yeah. This is honest conversation someone in that writer's room should be having. They've let worse slide, I feel like, in all these like movies. So I don't see what the... If Spider-Man can skateboard in the, in the movie, then, then Miles can say nigga. All right, wait. My favorite, my favorite meme from last year was like... Um, they took like the Captain America montage at the end of the last Avengers movie where he never came back from going back in time. <laughs> and that moment where he's reflecting upon it finally, they just sh- like fade to like black people being sprayed by hoses and getting the shit mm-hmm. beaten out of them by police. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that cracked me up. Oh, where he goes like, uh, you want to tell us about, you know, what happened in the past? And he just like looks away and he says, I don't think I will. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. And then he gives him the shield like you can have it. I had my fun. <laughs> did, I already, did I already ask you guys this? If uh, Captain America was alive today, would he be voting for Trump? 
voting for Trump. He'd be his running mate. <laughs> yeah. He would be his uh, campaign manager. <laughs> yeah, it's a silly question, Evan. I mean, he's about as old as both the people running for president. I don't see why not. <laughs> it's not Alvin Even with that old makeup, he looks right younger. I think that's, that's hilarious actually... about America. America looks at like our life expectancy as men and goes like, we should put someone that old in our office to run the country. <laughs> incredible no dead ass name one other job where that's reasonable name one other name the lowest responsibility job you can think of and you're like i would put a 78 year old man in this job today literally and expect only it to work you out ever, walmart you ever been to h&r block h&r block <laughs> walmart greeter that's the only thing where you can be literally on your deathbed and they'll be like we'll get we'll see how this works <laughs> <laughs> even then they're like there's a 62 year old guy that might you know, greet a few more people. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't use a cane either. <laughs> Seriously, if your Uber driver pulls up and he's 78, you say, ah, actually, I got a ride. Never mind. Exactly. If like, he so also these, loses a job these... to an autistic kid, by the way. <laughs> okay, so... Actually, that's not even inappropriate because it's accurate. That you know what, <laughs> of the controversial things that are going to be said by Evan today, that's the one. That's the one I'm going to let slide. Well, I'm about to say something really controversial. Not even so. Like, if these men died tomorrow, like it wouldn't even be like that big of a stir up. Like they're they're 78, lived full lives. You know, that's God's timing. It's not like you know if they died. At you know forty five or some shit like that's kind of surprising. But if you died at not just that, but they're go- they're just gonna hit up the guy for the second shift and be like, "Hey, Gerald, just want to let you know, uh, old dude on first shift, he he kind of kicked the bucket. Can you come in early?" Yeah, like, it's not really gonna. Fit. Yeah, you yeah. don't like you don't even take off work for someone that died in their late seventies, early eighties. <laughs> you might take a longer lunch for the funeral, but that's about it. You know, they're going to repass and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> what should the age cutoff be then? For president? For, uh, for president yeah. or Walmart greeter. Walmart greeter, I think it should be at least 17. <laughs> <laughs> for president. You on the spectrum. For, for president, what? So in America, what is it that like 65, you're allowed to like file for uh, retirement or some shit? Yeah. Well, 65 is like pretty much like, no, you, you really shouldn't be working past 65. Yeah. So why would we want someone running the country past 65? I think, what, I think that, that would be my number two, 65. What age What age do you have to be to rent a car? 25, technically. You can get one for a little bit more money if you do underneath that. Never mind that. I don't know where you were about to go. Is there an age where you can stop renting a car, though? If Joe Biden pulls up to the Enterprise tomorrow and is like, hey, I'd like to run a car and nobody knew who he was, they'd be like, ah, there's a bus. <laughs> I, I mean, they're, they're going to look at his ID and be like, so like, can you see the road? <laughs> so is your granddaughter driving the car? What are we? <laughs> Am I getting punked? Is this, is this secret boss? Are you? Are you? <laughs> Are you undercover boss right now? 
<laughs> you guys, where's the cameras? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, if you got on a plane and your pilot was 78, would you just, I, I would say, like, you know what? I'm, I'll walk. <laughs> I'll find it. I'll take a train. I'll figure well, something if- else out. If you're if your pilot seventy eight, you could also come to the conclusion that like you know he's a lot of miles. He's he's very experienced. He's no he knows what he's doing. Um, well, planes practically fly themselves nowadays, anyway. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It, yeah, I just think I think, think sixty five would be ideal. Seventy. How we start talking about this? We went from. We went from what uh, Miles Morales say saying nigga yeah. on the uh, on the on the one thing. That's the range we have right there. <laughs> well, can we, uh, we're already talking about Trump, kind of. Uh, you want to talk about? I didn't. I didn't actually like really read into this. I just saw it's like trending right now that like he doesn't have m- that much money. Is that a surprise to anyone here? No, he didn't no. file his taxes ten out of the last fifteen years. Is that the whole story? What information do y'all have on it? I didn't care. It's not like he's yeah, gonna, me neither. It's not like he's <laughs> going to change anything. Oh, he doesn't file taxes. Well, I mean, he's still president. I care I about I it. This, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I think I wrote down this topic. How do you guys feel about like uh? Because like, you guys both work in offices where I'm assuming you guys have like a Trump supporter that works alongside of you guys. What? How do you feel about that normally? Um, there's like a big, like, it's a unspoken, it's an unspoken rule not to talk about politics in the office. Um, even though like people walk around with like blue lives matter, uh, I'm not a liberal, all this other shit, but it's like, it's a very unspoken rule that you're not supposed to talk about politics, voting. Cause I work in an office where a lot of election shit matters so like like after november i could very well have a different boss just because of the election so i mean it's 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 like that so like you you're not allowed to really discuss politics in the office at my job um but there are very like vocal with what side there are on a lot of these issues but that's about it yeah, uh, exact opposite for me. That's what, that's how my boss starts every morning. Walks right in. You see what Trump tweeted? Those stupid liberals, they're going to be pissed. Like, all right, then good morning, first of all. <laughs> how was your drive? <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, eat my ass. <laughs> it's every day with this shit. And it's fine as long as it doesn't get into the racial stuff. And then I actually will defend myself and uh, do my best to argue with him. But... Um, it's a little frustrating arguing with like a successful, successful uh, person that is technically in charge of you. But uh, you know, I've I, I've I've learned that I, I I have some fun with it. It's definitely made me better at arguing. Um, but Jesus Christ, is it fucking exhausting? I, I almost want Biden up. to win specifically based off the fact that like my, I would like the tables to turn. Just I would like for them to be the ones that like. Instead of, like, gloating about shit, they're just back to bitching about shit again. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that's how I kind of took it. And, like, it was just, like, kind of just have to be like, oh, that's a, yeah, that's cool. Like, so you don't, like, start, like, a, just a random argument about politics in the middle of work. 
Yeah, no, we're not allowed to talk about politics or we had sit to a class for like eight hours and no one wants to do that. <laughs> <laughs> they, the class like, on we, how to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, we get sent to a civil treatment class taught by the most two boring square ass people you'll ever meet in your goddamn life. It's fucking miserable. Like, I, I had to go through it once and it was the worst shit of my life. This guy talks about like how uh, he so it, it it's like a stupid joke that we say now in our office, like where you go like oh, civil treatment. Don't talk about that shit. But like he'll uh, he'll say like you're not allowed to talk about sports because you might get too riled up in the office. And, um, <laughs> you know, you don't want that. You're definitely not supposed to talk about politics because you don't know what side, you know, people are on or anything. Um, he said, you know, sometimes we have to catch ourselves in the office, you know, me and my coworker, we like to call our little area Giggle Town because <laughs> all we do is giggle. <laughs> Never wanted anything more to happen to me than to die after he called <laughs> where he works Giggle Town. I couldn't a grown man called where he works Giggle Town. They came out his mouth and I was just supposed to be happy that we're employed by the same employer. You uh Quick question. These are two guys, right? One was a guy, another was a girl. Oh, okay. I thought I was going to ask if they're two guys, how often do you think they kiss just randomly? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't ask that question, Evan. That's civil treatment. I'm not allowed to know. <laughs> I definitely, my like main coping mechanism is like, if it's something I don't care about, I just fucking. I treat it like social media where it's like, oh, I'm not, I refuse to take this seriously. Like, all I have is jokes for it because um, I'm just not going to get riled up. I don't remember yeah. what Kevin Durant tweeted a couple weeks ago, but it was something like, I refuse to ever be professional on social media. And that's why I refuse to ever be professional in like a political conversation. I'm not changing anybody's mind, so I have these jokes for you. Like, you know, that's, that Mike Pence needs to just come out of the closet. You know what's funny? So, about all that political shit that goes on on like facebook and all that stuff like i've never once seen someone pose an argument um have valid points and at the end of it the other person like yeah fair point my my viewpoint is completely changed that's never happened yeah. so why the fuck are you arguing no one cares at yeah. this point you have to that's accept like, the that's... fact that you're on social media if you're talking about political shit to argue with people and that's fine that's completely that's fine like... That's been one of like the main reasons why I don't even post anything about like political things on like my like on my social media because like for two reasons one it's not going to change any of the people's minds and two the people that follow me more than likely they have the same viewpoints as me I tend to, I have a very small social media following and everyone that follows me is relatively people that I know then those people that I know relatively have the same political views as me now there's probably an offset of a couple of people that don't but at the same time. We all have the same point of view. So what's the point of me sharing it? You're just seeing my feelings at that point. So Well Well, I'm just saying it's like going to like a it's like going to a bar and saying, Oh, I'm just gonna have some juice tonight. No, you're not. <laughs> you're going you're going yeah. to a bar. You're going to a bar to get drinks. You, you it's never never not happened, you know what I mean? Like at some point you just gotta I've gone to a bar and got juice. All right, what did Jason Woodlock do? What do <laughs> <laughs> you guys want it's to like, talk about? Um, are are you guys registered to vote? Yes. Uh, yeah. 
Are you guys tired of like being like shoved down your throat that you need to go register to vote even though you've been registered to vote already? Yo, it's like it's like I'm still getting advertisements for shit that I bought because of the advertisements. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought you were it's like y'all already did it. You already yeah, won. Like it worked already. Yeah. <laughs> you already advertised to me and it worked and like I'm registered to vote. And I probably did get wrote back when I did register to vote. I think I did it like through I just saw the ad. I was like, fuck it, I'll do it. Um, but yeah, it's like when I fucking bought a Manscaped razor and now that's the only fucking ad on my timeline. It's like, y'all already did it. Niggas don't buy two of these. It's not how it works. I, uh, I mean, I get it. It's to get other people registered to vote. But at the same time, like, I mean, if your algorithms are so strong, you should be able to tell that I registered to vote. Exactly. If you can advertise things that I thought about, then you can you can figure out that I registered to vote and stop showing me that shit. Like if I click your advertisement, the other advertisement should go away. Yeah, I was literally thinking I think I thought about like Gorilla Glue or something like that the other day. And like <laughs> it just like gave me an advertisement for it. That's like a common joke, but that it's dead ass serious, like shit that that trivial. Like, you'll be walking around the house and be like, damn, bro, I need thumbtacks. Then all of a sudden, like, an Amazon ad for, like, school supplies pops up. And you're like, how the f- – wait, <laughs> I didn't even verbalize that thought. Mm-hmm. No, so, like, I, th- so I think you guys can tell that I'm a man, right? So, um, remember, like, last week I put in that uh, screenshot of the Nike advertisement for my life's getting the week. Um, and I put that in there. And after that, I just got a bunch of advertisements for women's, like, sportswear. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't get how that threw off the algorithms, but, you know. What does this have to do with Jason Whitlock? <laughs> <laughs> you ever click on shit just to push the algorithm away from what it's doing? I remember, well, like, like, you ever watch one video with something, and then all of a sudden that's your whole fucking timeline, and you're like, I don't even like that shit. Why, why does it keep popping up? So you, you start know we'll shopping at Victoria's your... Secret a little bit more, so that's more of your algorithms? Is that what you're <laughs> I just have to go out of my way to click on only shit I like for a while and not watch something that I was just intrigued by once. You know like, I had really hella soap-cutting videos in my Instagram for a while just because I clicked on one of those. And then my dumbass just kept watching it, and I'm like, I'm a, uh, this is stupid. You want to know what will really throw off your algorithms? Go look up Raycon earbuds. <laughs> no. I'm not going to. They're the Bluetooth earbuds that, uh, that Ray J has. We know go look them are. up. <laughs> Yeah, you said it out loud, so now we're you know <laughs> I don't have to for the next week and a half. That's all you're gonna see on your phone. What does any of this have to do message. with Jason Whitlock? What what is? <laughs> all right, what did what I, I okay? So I saw Jason Whitlock was trending with whoever he was trending with, and I never looked into it, and I have no idea what it was. So can y'all explain? So uh, apparently he sent uh, he made a tweet saying that um. A couple people who work for ESPN. I think it was uh, Katie Nolan and um, the um, the one uh, the one woman that does uh, the NBA like halftime show. Uh, the, the Rachel reason Nichols. why they're in there's no, not her. The uh, the black woman. I think she isn't played it like basketball. Candace She's Owens. Very... No, it's not Candace, Candace Parker. It's not Candace Owens. No, <laughs> it's not Candace Parker either. All right, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Continue. Yeah. Anyway, um, said so that those Malika Andrews. Like only in, it might. I don't think so either. Um, who is it? I, I'm. I'm gonna find her name now because we're kind of just 
spoiler on it. But um, he made a tweet saying that the only reason why they're in their uh, respective positions is because they're attractive women in the in the field, and he had to like work hard to get there or something like that. I don't know. All right. Yeah, and he's probably right. And so what's the? I don't want to see his fat, crusty ass on TV talking about sports. <laughs> There's a reason that Booger McFarland is not on the sideline for NFL games anymore. <laughs> not only are your sports take trash, but it's also because you're not attractive. Well, you got <laughs> so you got to think. So you have Rachel Nichols, beautiful woman. Uh, Aaron Andrews, she's a beautiful woman. Um, who's the other one? Um, the one that Drake made a sweater of. Doris Burke. Doris Burke. Um, she she's pretty hot. Uh, <laughs> have all these you have all these women. Then not only are they attractive, but they also have great sports takes. This is like an interesting argument because I disagree with how he go about he's gone about it, but I heard like a really do y'all uh, uh, did y'all watch Jim Jeffries' recent special? No, I haven't watched it yet. No. He had a he had a bit where he was saying like uh, black actors or like white actors are now not playing like roles that black actors did, and he agrees with that. But he also says like, well, because of that, I don't think attractive people should be allowed to play ugly people anymore. Like you need to give these ugly actors an opportunity. Like I just watched an Elton John movie, and that is one of the ugliest motherfuckers that's ever been a celebrity. And it was played by a beautiful, beautiful man that just made himself ugly. That's and he's brave for doing it, and that's bullshit. <laughs> I was like, he's got a point. Yeah, Let the but, ugly people eat a little bit. Okay. But that being said, nobody, nobody's trying to like. There's certain jobs where like you put an attractive person in that position. That's just how it goes. And the argument he was making is just uh, nonsense. Maria Taylor. That was her name. Maria Taylor. Mm-hmm. Beautiful woman. Great yes. sports stakes. Which, all right, so you, you have to understand. So there's one and two. Better looking than he is. One. <laughs> two. Better sports takes. That's number two and probably most important. Yeah. We're talking about front of the house here. We're not talking about, you know... You know, just all right. Tell people what to do on the screen. I'm 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 going to keep it like a like a cool two virgins with them real quick. Mm -hmm. What would you rather look at, Katie Nolan or Maria Taylor or Jason Whitlock? That's what I'm saying. Because like you're on TV, you have to have so. This is when self actualization is really important. And realizing where you stand in the atmosphere of everything. You're on TV. You're talking about ESPN. ESPN who's doing really good with reporting, sports takes. And you know what? Let's let's put the women to the side. Let's talk about the men that look better than him too. Because there's some men that look better than he does too. You're talking about ESPN. ESPN. Jalen Rose has had a crispy hairline since he was... Probably in college. Jalen Rose. They have Jalen Rose. They do crispy hairline. Uh, Max Kellerman, shit sports takes. He looks really good on camera, though. <laughs> Yo, Ryan Clark, ever since I hired him for NFL analysis, beautiful, beautiful man. Ryan Clark is 46 years old, and he looks all of 27. That's and he's had about 11 concussions. We need to celebrate him more. 
Beautiful man, though. That you're right. And I was just thinking about that. Um, who's another one? Who's that? Stephen A. Who's Smith, not dude? too shabby. Who's not that my type? Can dress that? really good. He, Stephen A. Smith can dress really nice. There's Wait. that dude that does the NFL halftime. They have all those former coaches that just look like shit, and then they just sit him right in the middle just to save the day. <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about. He's on the that CBS man is gorgeous. Show, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck! I just had one on the tip of my tongue too. Oh, Shannon Sharp, by the way, who's not Jesus. Who's <laughs> not Deion Sanders? Deion Sanders is a coach now, but that's a that's another attractive man. Look. I could keep going on and on about this. <laughs> Jay Williams. Jay Williams is a very soft-spoken guy, too. Mm-hmm. If you can get over the lazy eye, he's actually pretty attractive. Jay Billis. Yeah, we, we could yep. go on all day. <laughs> Lee Corso. This is a podcast that has a lot of reverence and respect for handsome gentlemen. That's for sure. Tim, Tim Tebow's an announcer, too, by the way. Hey, hey, hey. Lee Corso. Looks better than fucking Jason Whitlock's <laughs> fat ass. <laughs> yeah. And that's the, what, what's the problem with his self-awareness in this specific situation? He did not get his job because of his fantastic sports takes. He got his job because of his controversial sports takes. Mm-hmm. He literally just did shit for attention, and he knows damn well he did it. He's not there because his analysis was better than anybody. He would talk shit about Kobe, and it was so stupid that people rooted against him and watched the show for that long because they were rooting against him, or they were dumb enough to agree just because they liked to stir the pot. That nigga yeah, did not really get his job because he was like Stephen A, where he puts together passionate, important arguments, blase, blase. He got that job because he was willing to say some so shit so stupid that people tuned in to watch. Yeah, he was like the only one that actually said something like controversial against Kobe, and then all of a sudden started saying something controversial against LeBron. It just he like literally had to like search and find something for these people to yeah. like actually like make it seem like they're not as good as they are. Colin Cowherd, uh, Israel Gutierrez. You guys know who G- Israel Gutierrez? That man's handsome. That yeah. man's handsome. Yep. He's gay. Yep. Yep, and handsome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to think about the balance, man. I just I think the NFL halftime show. I'm gonna the cut you off. I'm gonna cut you off. Remember when Herm uh, Herm Edwards was a was an was an analyst? That that guy. Talk about Pepper Gray. That's. <laughs> Our girls think we're watching sports because we appreciate the art of it. <laughs> Fuck you talking about. You want to talk about a self-actualization moment? There's times I'm watching some games because Chris Webber is that you think I like his sports takes? <laughs> like his voice. <laughs> Read me a story. All right. Uh Talking about while we're on the vein of toxic masculinity, you guys want to talk about Tory Lanes? That should be fun. Actually, wait. Preface what? what, Yeah, what's happened this past week? Because I didn't look into this topic too much. I just saw it was trending. Nothing. Nothing. So Tory Lanes, (laughs) um, literally nothing. I have two (laughs) things to describe to you about what happened. So Tory Lanes got on Twitter. He said, "Hey guys, sorry, I've been silent." Follow the tweet with. Uh, I'm sorry to all my fans. I've been silent, but here's my album. Um, 17 no, songs. No, that's not how it went. He actually, so he tweeted out and said, Hey guys, sorry. I've been silent for so long. Um, but I'm going live at like nine Pacific time. And then he never went live. He just dropped his album and said like, now is still time to re- remain silent, but here's my album. Go stream it. Um, 
And all the album is just disses to Megan the Stallion and taking shots at other people too. That's Did you listen to I, it? Now, nope. Heard little bits and pieces from other places. You know, I'm caught a couple of lyrics on Twitter, but besides that, no, did not listen to it. Did you guys? <laughs> there, no, I didn't. But there was a tweet. This guy uh, tweeted, "Niggas are actually listening to Tory's album and think that he makes good music." And, <laughs> and then someone quoted it was like, "He made chicks tapes." And then. He <laughs> He replied in all caps. He's like, this nigga said he made chicks tapes like he made the blueprint. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's funny for multiple reasons. One, it's like, is he comparing it to Jay-Z's blueprint? That's funny, right? <laughs> or two, is he saying it in regards to like he made the music himself that's on chicks tape? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm be honest. This is the easiest cancel I've ever had to do. Yeah, we said it before, and like you said, first of all, didn't even know he dropped an album. I had no idea. I thought they were talking about an old album of his. No. I thought people were like going back and saying his most recent album was trash. I didn't realize he released something new. But that's how far removed I am from him because I don't. I don't give a fuck. Never, never crossed my mind to listen to his album, even if I didn't know what was going on. No, he. Uh, I've heard nothing but lovely things about the album, but uh, yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good. I'm, I'm gonna go listen to something else. All, all that man's music does to me anyway, just like I want to go listen to like whatever sample he took it from. That album could be Frank Ocean Orange level, and I don't think I'd listen to it. <laughs> no, but for real though, you gotta all right. Think about these last couple months from his point of view. He shot the the. Biggest rising star in America. I don't even think that's arguable. I think that's just true. Um, and he knew eventually he was gonna. It was gonna come out, and he was gonna get in trouble for it. So he thought his best course of action was like, all right, since I'm already fucked, I'm gonna make an album and try and make my last fucking fifty dollars off of my career before I am either imprisoned or canceled or both. And that's what he did. And that's what he's been up to this whole time. Do you think that's the right, like, if you were him, what would you have done? Uh, well, one, I wouldn't have shot her. That's a, I think that's. That's a fair point. <laughs> but let's say. I've managed say, to not shoot any women so far. But let's say that. You know. Yeah. It hasn't yeah, been no, bad. But let's say that series of unfortunate events happens. I would simply say sorry. Uh, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet from him yet, actually. I would say my bad. Well, he did. Apparently, he texted her and said. Hey, I'm sorry. Real fucked up last night. He said that. Yeah, he texted her. He texted her that. But then also in this album, apparently all he's doing is just saying that he didn't even do that and that she didn't even get shot. <laughs> well, usually when I text someone saying, hey, my bad, I was pretty fucked up last night is when I, you know, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I te- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I usually did some dumb shit at a bar, got kicked out and... <laughs> Now we're both not allowed back in that bar anymore. So that's usually when I was like, hey, my bad. Pretty fucked up last night. Anyway, you're trying to get Hooters this morning. (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to get the breakfast buffet at the strip club? (laughs) That's usually usually my course of action. He said that after shooting her. So that's, that's the weird part. Like, you... I don't know. Like, apparently, like, he sent hush money to her so that, like, shit wouldn't come out. All this X, Y, and Z. 
there's not really a thing you can do besides like just own up to it and be like, hey, look, I really fucked up, and I'm I don't know, I'm getting therapy now. Uh, <laughs> like that's like the best thing that I think he could have did, but he didn't do that. So yeah, I don't even know why I put you in a situation where you're trying to. I've I've known you for a pretty long time now, and you've shot almost no women since I've known you. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I haven't shot anybody. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I put no, the woman caveat in there because I wasn't sure. But <laughs> you know how hard it is to like actually not shoot someone is actually fairly that not that hard. I don't know. It's pretty hey, pretty pedestrian know. activity. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Evan. You know, some some sometimes these uh, sometimes 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 these guys need a cap in their ass. You know, Alex, you <laughs> would literally have a job where. You actually could have to shoot someone, and I feel like you could still answer that question. Like, you know what? It's actually pretty simple to not shoot someone. Yeah, there was well, some then let's take that part talk. out because uh, it is. It's really simple not to shoot someone, even if they have a gun. It's pretty simple not to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> you should really echo that around your law enforcement community a little more. <laughs> some people seem to not get it. Some comedian has this joke about how it's like he's, uh, his wife was pregnant. He was watching all these pregnancy videos, and one of the videos was called Don't Shake the Baby, and it was 40 minutes long. <laughs> it was like all the information's right in the title. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to watch Don't Shake the Baby. <laughs> I feel like it's the same thing for Don't Shoot Anybody. Um... You guys want to keep talking about Tory Lanes? Uh, I put. Oh, we only got one. One. Well, we got two left. Lupe Fiasco. Oh yeah, Lupe Fiasco said this past week that uh, he's a better. Uh, I think he said lyricist than Kendrick Lamar. I'm sorry. Anything that he says in comparison to Kendrick Lamar, I'm kind of slighted to agree with him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, this is something where I saw him tweet that and then I got mad and then I thought about it and I was like, oh, wait, I, <laughs> uh, uh, this isn't as easy as I thought. <laughs> yeah, because if Lupe there's, Fiasco, there's, yeah, what are you saying, Joe? He's probably the only rapper. I, I can honestly say he's probably the only rapper besides maybe Jay-Z where I would have to sit down and think about it for a little bit. If Lupe Fiasco had like a top dog in his corner, I don't. He would probably be in the same discussion as a Kendrick Lamar. Absolutely, I don't think he would have. He got blackballed, so that's probably why. But well, that's what like, we're talking about. Like, if he had a top yeah. dog with him, he there wouldn't be an issue. I feel like Lupe Fiasco. He doesn't get the respect he deserves from a lot of people before Kendrick Lamar too. Like, I feel like Kid Cudi should have given respect to Lupe Fiasco. Kendrick obviously should have. Um, there's a lot of just like lyrical, like, and also like the emotional rappers too. They just never really paid their proper respects to the guy. But he was like on that, like whole, like depression, like type of rapping before, like anyone else really was. Well, name a, name a rapper that had as much commercial success as he did before he got blackballed. That was making music as deep as he was though. Like think about lasers. Think about like all the shit. At, I mean, Lasers is just the most commercially successful. That nigga was making very deep songs about very big issues, arguably bigger than what Kendrick has rapped about thus far. Actually, well, before um, Lasers, his biggest song was Superstar. He even said like, "Dude, I don't even really want to make like commercial records, but I know how to." Like that's yeah, that's yeah. You that's, can that's, tell that's like, like if you ever if you ever hear any of his interviews, he I doubt he wanted to even make a song with uh, Matthew Santos. 
or whatever superstar was, but it just so happened like to be Skyler his biggest. Gray or whatever. Yeah, like I, I doubt he wanted to. He just knew how to. His other shit is what fucking is really good to me. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I got honestly, like, what what was that big song that he had before? Uh, with, like, uh, that one with Skylar Gray on uh, Words on I Never Said, yeah, like a yeah. yeah, that song, like that was like his biggest song, but that album was like really good, even like besides that song. His that deep cuts are unfuckwittable for sure. Yeah, and he also clear like he said lyricist. He didn't say I make I've made better music than Kendrick or my albums are better than Kendrick. He said I'm a better lyricist, and there's an argument to be had there because I don't think anybody that like is having an objective opinion can talk shit about uh, to pimp a butterfly or Good Kid or uh, even uh, even uh, his most recent album. But I just think a lot of homage needs to be paid to food and liquor and see how that's a prototype for, for sure. a lot of fucking other albums that we listen to. Yeah. Not just that, but like even like he's been dropping some albums recently and they're still like they're actually still pretty good. They just don't get any type of commercial backing. And, and like think about said it. before, like if he wants to do like commercial albums still, he'll still he still do it. He just doesn't want to. Yeah. He uh he's been blackballed for the longest, but like he he was always like it must be frustrating for him to watch someone like Kendrick have the career trajectory and get the respect that he has when he was like shit that's exactly what I was trying to do my entire career and I'm watching it play out perfectly for somebody else whereas like it didn't work out for me just because of the people I had in my corner like mm-hmm. that must suck well yeah that's a and I think that's a the only thing that is different between him and and the Kendrick Lamar, but I also, I mean, I'm sure that it, Lupe also kind of saw the route. That's why he was blackballed, though. I mean, he saw the route of like he had to make like a lasers type album, which it wasn't a bad album. But he doesn't want to make lasers. He wants to make more yeah. like food and liquor. Like he wants to do more storytelling and shit. He doesn't want to make those radio singles. He didn't want to play that game. Kendrick is more okay with playing that game. He's also able to make those commercial records seem a little bit more unique, even though, I mean, like, like an all right, like that was probably all right. is probably Kendrick Lamar's biggest song, right? All right. Uh, or, um, I think, no, no. Um, what was that one song that came on? Uh, damn DNA. Yeah. The one with Rihanna, that one is oh, yeah, loyalty. One, the one with Rihanna. Yeah. Loyalty is, well, still, I mean, like, you you got this backing where you're able to make those radio songs, and at least they're probably fun to make. I doubt Lupe Fiasco wanted to make a song with Skylar Gray, but you're also talking about a different time. If Lupe Fiasco was making music right now, I'm sure that'd be great where you can survive as more of an indie cut artist and be really fucking big. Back then, I mean, that, you like, can kind of tell, like, his, his interest has shifted a little bit. He's over here in his house just, like, shopping things up with his swords. Like, he's... <laughs> <laughs> that shit's so funny to watch. Yeah, I think he's doing okay music wise, but yeah, I mean, now, I'm sure he doesn't care. But you're also talking about like back in like 20 what 10 in 2010. Like, did you think Lupe- Not even that before that? Like before but, that, like we're people were talking about him in the same conversation as Kanye. But did you think that he was going to be able to pair up with Rihanna in 2010 and it sound like how it would sound now? Heavens no. No, but like back in like what, like two thousand five or six, like it's literally like people saying like him, Kanye, and Common, like or like the rappers coming out of Chicago and like they're really doing like the like this these big stuff. Like you would think that he would have kept up a little bit. I mean, now he's older, but 
I mean, career-wise, he had a successful rap career, like commercially, yeah. too. Well, the music industry is so fucked up, though. I think a lot of the smarter artists get pulled into that. They just love being artists so much and making their art um, that when they get label backing, uh, they capitulate to certain things, and then they want their integrity back once they really make it. And then after a while, they go get older and look at their contract like Kanye like has been and just realize, like, all right, so I've probably made this label like fucking $2 billion, and I'm over here with a check for $3.5 million at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, yeah. like, artists and rappers specifically just get fucked. Well, not even rappers, no. Any, like, popular music. Because, like, you, you know, you look at, like, Katy Perry and, like, all these other people. Like, they, they made stupid money for their label and got pennies on the dollar, best case. So, uh, that's just tough to watch. And I think a lot of the smarter dudes, like, as they get older, um, are trying to, like, pave the way for new artists to not have to deal with that. But it, it's already too late for them. I just really, I was just sitting here thinking about all the songs of food and liquor. There was like hella like rock samples and jazz samples on that, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a yeah. fantastic, if anything comes from this, I hope it's that people go back and listen to his catalog more. Because you're an idiot if you, if you like off top just see that Kendrick's getting dissed <laughs> by Lupe and think like, oh, well, he's trash compared to Kendrick. Like, nah. That's- Not only that, go back and listen to some of his mixtape stuff because Lupe Fiasco has some really fucking good mixtapes that aren't on Apple Music or Spotify. Yeah. And they no, he he never crossed over. Like, if he goes to, like, all the songs that really aren't even his most popular songs, like, uh, most of the, like, the songs I really liked uh, by him was, like, back when Pandora was a thing. And, like, I had, like, a Lupe Fiasco radio and just oh, played, like, his album He used to run Pandora. Cuts. He used to be on Pandora yeah. all the time. He did. Yeah, like, I would just hear his like, album cups just, like, pop up. Like, I'm Beaming will come on, Pressure. Um, like, uh, what was that one? Like, Kick Push 2. <laughs> Like those songs, like those would Kick come Push on. Kick Push is was... a is a really good storytelling uh, song. I bought a Kick skateboard. Push and Kick Push. Too. I don't give a fuck about skateboarding. I bought a skateboard after Kick Push. This, this, this song's, song's not, not about, about skateboarding. skateboarding. Yeah, it's exactly. Not about skateboarding. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> it took me. It took me until I got to college to realize it wasn't about skateboarding. But <laughs> yeah, um, that one and. There, uh, never mind. I'm not gonna get too much into it. There's a song on one of his mixtapes. It's probably one of my favorite songs by him. It sucks I have to go on SoundCloud all the time to listen to it, though. There's a yeah. There's a song. I think it's a. Uh, it's like I get the girl or something like that. It's a uh, and then uh, and there goes the girl. That's what it's called. No, and he gets and he gets the girl. That's oh, it. okay. Yeah, it's like it's produced by Pharrell or something. <laughs> That's probably why it's not on Apple or Spotify. <laughs> Yeah, he's probably up there in like the top ten artists where like their career just got completely fucked over. Yeah, he's probably like top two. Yeah, probably like one of the biggest rap names in that conversation for sure. Um. All right. Well, that was fun. The longest topic we spent is shit that no one gives a shit about. Um. (laughs) (laughs) That's because we have passion for it. Okay, let's talk about... I'm going to pick and choose what actually stays in that, I guess. <laughs> All right, well, you guys want to do light skin of the week? Every time I get on Vine, it's a dark skin nigga talking shit about a light skin. But when I pull out that pistol and get to shooting, y'all going to think I'm something else for real. Yeah. Yeah, let's get it. All right, light skin of the week is someone that we just think is uh, important to us throughout the week. Or I guess I should say someone that did something of importance to us. Um... You guys want to start? I have I have like three, so 
I'll let you guys go. I'll go first. Uh, my light skin of the week is a is a white gentleman by the name of Tyler Hero, uh, guard for the Miami Heat. Not to get too deep into sports, but now that Luka Doncic uh, has to is you know on vacation, uh, he's the new face of white basketball. I'm very proud of him. Uh, for white people that are basketball fans all around the world to look up to and admire this young fight. He's younger than us, isn't he? Like 21, something like he's that. He's like 20 years he's old. Like 20. He's like 20. <laughs> Thriving in the AAU atmosphere um, of the of the playoff bubble, and he's going to the finals, and he's probably going to be a big piece. Um, hopefully, Evan will get this out soon, so I'm not, I won't be too dated when Rondo gets seven steals off him in game one, and he goes for eight points on uh, two for 17 shooting, but uh, I'm, I'm excited for him. He'll have a, he'll have a nice career. Um, yeah, I think there's a couple of takeaways I have from Tyler hero here is one is that man should have had the, the night of his life after uh, the last game. You're telling me that he would have been in Miami off of coming off of 37 points, uh, pretty much ending the series. Um, and he had to just stay in a in a in an NBA bubble in Orlando with a bunch Imagine of grown ass DMs. Men. Yeah. Imagine his DMs. <laughs> Probably had to get a new phone. His storage was full. <laughs> I'm just saying that night in Miami for that young man would have been wild. He would have had the time of his fucking life. You hate to see it. That's and that's that's uh that's affirmative action. That's what that is. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the, and I just I heard a post game interview with him, and I was like, yeah, he's he's in the streets. This is not <laughs> Duncan Robinson is is uh, buying himself a steak and going to bed at eight fifteen. Tyler Hero would have been at the club, yeah, for sure. There's a there's a I think there was like security footage of him smoking something in the middle of like a of a club, and he like uh, he commented and said like, no, that was just black and mild. <laughs> Second part is uh, uh, all you young ladies, if you if you post Tyler here on your Instagram stories. I'm going to ask how many points is he averaging a game? Yeah. What <laughs> position does he play? And I want what, you to what team, what city is the heat in <laughs> Arizona? No. <laughs> All simple questions. Uh, Evan, you got, should I go ahead? I'll go ahead. Cause mine's a basketball one too. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, my, I'm a, I'm a, keep going. I'm gonna hang up though real quick because I can't hear Joe. Go, keep going though. All right. Uh, so my light skin of the week is uh, LeBron James. Um, LeBron James has advanced to the NBA Finals. Uh, this will be his tenth NBA Finals. Uh, he's played 17 years. He's going to the finals for the tenth time. That's a if you're doing the math out there. Um, it's over 50% of the time that he's been in the league, he's been in the finals. Um, what percentage is it exactly? Uh, roughly, what, like 65, <laughs> 70? <laughs> nope. <laughs> you tried. <laughs> yeah, so what percentage has he won those? <laughs> Anywho's. So. Was it 30%? No. Anyways, so uh, you can call me what you want. You can call me a bronze sexual. Um. You can say I ride LeBron's dick. All might be true, um, but at the end of the day, you know you can't deny that he's a great basketball player. I think that's all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, I uh, am very happy for LeBron. 
I think he has an unbelievable resume. And uh, again, I would be a massive, massive LeBron fan if he didn't punk the Knicks and if people would get off his dick a little bit. So, um, shout out to LeBron. I'm excited to see him play. He's on. He's absolutely on fire. Looks very dominant. It's amazing to see someone his age uh, cook the way he's been cooking. So, shout out to LeBron. Shout out Evan, to the Lakers. Are you going to hate, hate the Lakers? But no, no. LeBron's a, uh, all t- one of the all time greats. You know, one of them. Um, deservedly and probably like I'd say like a good top six category. And um, yeah, way to go. I mean, he's really he's really deserves to be there. Um, I mean, he's been to ten finals. He's he's a tenth final that he's gone to. Yeah, and um, he's uh so far he's about what three and nine in finals. No, three and um, six. You can't go three and nine, dumbass. My bad. Um, anyway, Taylor, three and six. Fantastic mathematician. <laughs> You said 10 whatever out of number 17 it is, it's was just... 65 to 70 percent. Come on, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> well, then what is it, Mister Mister Know It All? I don't what. It's like 50. What 58 percent? All right. Well, I said 60 to 70. All right. You... You're giving him. You're giving him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get your red marker out and correct me here, Mister Fucking Math Teacher? Jesus Christ. Anyway, <laughs> all I'm trying to say is Jordan's been to the same amount of finals and won every single one of them. But no, I mean, you, no, he hasn't. You dumb fuck. Jordan's been to six finals. You just said he's been how many? LeBron's been to nine. No, is it nine or ten? I thought you just said 10. He's been to 9. He's about to go to 10. Oh, okay. He went 3 and so 6. He's lost six. he's lost 6. He's won 3. But Jordan won all of his. He won 6. He didn't go to 10. All right. Anyway. He won them all. Anyway. Now, now that I'm not in Ohio and now that the Knicks aren't allowed to play basketball because they're so atrocious <laughs> they weren't invited, uh, uh, I've I've really enjoyed watching Bron play, and uh, I, I like the way he's moved these last couple of months as well. So shout out LeBron. Thank you, Joe. Um, Evan, who's your light skin? My first one goes out to the weekend. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but uh, for the first Friday of the fall, the weekend dropped the uh, King of the Fall on um, all streaming platforms. Is that true? Oh shit! Yep. Wait, really? <laughs> yep. I don't have to. I don't have to bootleg that shit anymore. Yeah, All right, you keep talking. Spotify I'm gonna, and Apple Music. Wait, I don't have to listen. Right I don't now. have to listen to the music video. <laughs> yeah, no, that's on your Spotify. That's on your Apple Music. That's on your title. Um, so yeah, that he did that for the first Friday of fall. Oh shit, it's right there. Yeah. Oh, you just made my day, Evan. You don't have to get me anything for my birthday. It's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see uh, that uh, they made the 2020 playlist already? Why? Because the year's over with already? (laughs) Pretty much. Really? Yeah, Yeah, a shit ton of stuff always drops like these last couple of months. No, like your 2020 playlist. Kendrick is supposed to still drop it in this year. Oh, you're talking about the one that like self-generates? Yeah, it's like your top played songs this year. Oh, I don't want to know. Oh, it's going to be so Griselda heavy. It's going to be disgusting. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. A Logic song might pop up in there. <laughs> you guys, wait, you guys want to guess my 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 first two? We should uh, we could save this because I feel like I want to talk about it a lot. But go go for yeah, it. Yeah, we can we can save this. Okay. We'll, we'll, All right, I'm gonna get to the, my other light skins. Um, okay. They're not light skins at all, though. Not even close. Uh, the other one's J.R. Smith. Um, Took shots from Tory Lanez in uh in his album, 
And as only J.R. Smith should say, and he said, uh, st- I think he said something in resemblance to uh, uh, stay in your place, little boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Someone tweeted, it was like you tweeting from Canada talking about how uh, J.R. Smith is a, is a pussy or whatever he said. I forgot what he said along those lines. Tweeting to a nigga from Newark, New Jersey is wild. <laughs> hey, everybody from the Bronx is crazy. I don't even make eye contact with people from Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, we uh we talked about last week. I think it was, I think it was last week. We talked about John Wall just <laughs> just uh just repping the entire time uh on this uh video. Um, I I think some people forget about J.R. Smith. Yeah, the, and they should not do that. If you're like this is it's cute to do stuff on Twitter, but like Tory Lanez like put himself in real danger just now. <laughs> I would never question JR's affiliation. In fact, one of the like the couple of times he's gotten in trouble by the NBA, it's for tweeting like in very affiliated ways. Also, Newark, New Jersey is the only place I've been to where things will just be on fire and it's okay. Like everybody just walks by it. There's <laughs> like a factory burning down. It's like <laughs> nobody gives a fuck. They don't even call the fire department. They just <laughs> That place is a shithole. I wouldn't even call it that man's wife. That man's wife has more tattoos than him. I was going to say, his wife is also affiliated, so I don't I don't know why you would want those problems. I would take the wife nine times out of ten uh, over Tory Lanez, too. Yeah, and Tory oh, Lanez needs 100%. to remember that J.R. Smith is uh, 6'6", and he's about 5'4". There's no, there's literally not a single situation where that goes well for Tory Lanez. I can't think of one. Yeah, that gun's going to have to hit more than just his feet, so... <laughs> he does realize if everything goes really, really well for him the next couple of months, he's going to have to tour again. You know how that's going to go in Newark, New Jersey? <laughs> yeah, that, I, I'm, I'm willing to bet that they still ride for J.R. Smith pretty heavy in Newark, New Jersey. J.R. Smith is going to have his wife there to handle his light work. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the Tory Lanez and Takashi 6ix9ine tour is going to be really lit. Um, <laughs> you know, they're going to go to Oregon and Nebraska and <laughs> probably run into some trouble once they get over to like somewhere in like Tennessee. As soon as that nigga crosses the Mason Dixon line or gets his passport stamped, J.R. Smith's wife's going to pop up on him with a machete. It's, <laughs> it's a poor, poor decision. There are certain people where I'll be like, yes, sir. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll quiet down. <laughs> uh, the uh, last one is, uh, goes out to Rick Ross. He, uh, he was calling him out on, uh, on his Instagram. And then he uh, he showed him a smart car and said like, "Hey, I got you this car as a gift for going double acrylic on um on that pit." (laughs) 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 And then um, Tory Lanez actually responded to Rick Ross and said like, "Respectfully, I've um I've been doing all of this. I didn't even see you at the protest and um." In uh in Miami, like you're black, they're like we're black men, we shouldn't be going at this. And then Rick Ross actually promptly replied, like, "Hey man, I want you to know, you responded to me way faster than you respond to anything with me in the South." Oh shit! You know, uh, certain people don't have this figured out yet, but like, or actually, I'll say like I've been uh. People have, like, tried to hurt my feelings through social media. The only way you can hurt my feelings through social media is if you hit me with a joke that's good. And, Jesus, that would have sunk me. (laughs) 
You show this man a smart car and said, grab one double acrylic. That's, that sent me for the rest of the day. <laughs> that a gift of the man dancing to. <laughs> that is a good point, though. you got to stay in your lane. Like, homie, you're popular because everybody was inside for a while and you were the, you were the most uh, colorful dude on Instagram live. Like, that's... You're not you're not in the same conversation as someone like Rick Ross. Even yeah, that Rick album Ross that hustling. even that album that he dropped during the whole quarantine shit. It wasn't like that shit was getting spins way after like you know, yeah. uh, he stopped doing the quarantine radio. Like that shit was dying. Like that was a dead yeah. album. That shit never had replay value. It was a very mediocre album. Like he's not a, a killer artist. Yeah, there's two songs on there that like people were probably bumping after. That was the T Pain song, and the Chris Brown song. We're play- and we're listening to that because of those artists. Like that was pretty much it. When and then you want to go after Rick Ross. Rick Ross has had a solid career for probably at least ten to fifteen years right now. Like he's he he's done nothing but consistency at this point. I think, and also I think, uh, yeah, see, Black is trying to get into the. And drop an album now. You see, like Black. You see Bryson Teller. A lot of these guys that are in the same vein that Tory Lanez was in is trying to drop albums I mean, out too. Because they all came out. So they all came out around the same time, and you can relatively say that they kind of have like the same type of like music, where it's like melodic rapping, so to speak. And well, yeah, but Strike While the Iron's Hot. I feel like Black is probably the best one out of all of them. Most consistent for sure. Most consistent, Bryson Tiller, like, we kind of, like, he's been missing for a while. And then Tory Lanez was just, like, kind of, he, like, kind of, I feel like he saturated everything with that little, like, market of people, like, with that, like, melodic rapping flow. Yeah. But now with him out the paint, like, I mean, Bryson's back. <laughs> Black is back. I mean, what do I need? Brent, Brent Fayez can easily take that man's place. Yeah, they're fighting for their lives to not be just the male R&B feature artist. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. Black's been that for a Brent, second. You guys listen to Brent Fayez. Would you rather listen to Brent Fayez or would you rather listen to Tory Lanez? Oh, I can Fayez. I can name about five different Brent Fayez's choruses. I can't tell you one with Tory Lanez. I can't tell you one time Tory Lanez has said something where I'm like, wow, I could put that as an Instagram caption. Not once. Brent Fayez has a song that actually has described my life for the past, I think, seven years. I'm not going to tell you what song it is, but it's just... Every time I hear it, it's, it's almost like you wrote it just for me. Might as well just tell us now. This is around the time yeah. we usually drop uh, a gem on uh, toxic songs that we like to listen to. Uh, it's called Too Fast. There you go. All right, you guys want to do a game of the week and call it a night? I got all the hearts. I'm up to no good. For real. We like tank tops. We like Instagram likes. They don't be smashing your check. We are light skin. And we, we can, can help you. you. <laughs> I get it, I get it. Hashtag rev on I'm a finger your girl. For more information, call us today. For sure. Alright, game of the week is us giving you advice that you shouldn't listen to. Um... Who wrote Jeremiah? I don't know. That wasn't me. I think I've written down every single topic on this list. That one was not me. <laughs> Joe, do you? No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> if I did, I don't remember doing it, and that's possible. 
but <laughs> whatever I was thinking. I, you I know what? Know. I might have been. That might have been who I was bringing up on stage. It was a. <laughs> <laughs> that God became damn. of the week. Just like nowhere, be organized and <laughs> know that you can make separate notes on separate occasions on separate things. I didn't even bring my phone up. I just, <laughs> just typed it in. <laughs> um, sure, I guess. I don't know. I don't have anything. I'm. I think people should slowly start to realize that we are three people that don't really have game. I don't have game every week. I got game once a month, maybe. Yeah, you have to catch me on a good game. <laughs> How about game of the week is not listening to your barber. <laughs> How about game of the week is actually don't switch up on your barber. That's another. No, I one think too. Alex is right. Don't, well, yeah, don't switch up on your barber, but you should also uh, almost never take your barber's advice. They will confidently give you the worst advice you'll ever hear in your life all the time. My old barber told I, me I should drop out of engineering school and become a firefighter. I mean, was that that bad, yeah, actually? That wasn't that bad in the grand scheme of His things. His heart was in the right place, for sure. <laughs> but when I tell him everything's going great in school, I'm doing really well, I'm excited about my career, and he's like, all right, that's cool, little nigga, but what you should do if you want to make some real money is become a firefighter. <laughs> I mean, listen, he didn't hit you with that, like, man, what you really got to do is you got to you gotta work for yourself, bro. You gotta start your own business. You gotta. Yeah. Well, I've I've only heard that from people who don't have enough liquid assets to actually start their own business. Well, the the one of the re, uh, reasons I couldn't see my regular barber was he started to trade forex and he's been really busy doing that, so his schedule is limited. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So I had to so I had to go see this other guy. So Alex, he has mad time, but he just. <laughs> He, no, he schedules he through the app. He only had like three times available, like all week. <laughs> and the times were like 12, 1, and 7. <laughs> uh, people, that you know what? My game is that uh, sometimes you just need to have a job. <laughs> people want to do everything. <laughs> people want to do everything to bank money but work. You know what I mean? <laughs> We have so many friends that get all these get rich quick, whatever the fucks. And it's like, that shit's cute, but like, just get a salary, man, and then play around. Like, you've been unemployed for eight weeks now. Like, maybe you should just start at dishwasher and work your way up and just be honest with yourself and stop trying to trade penny stocks and stop trying to invest in this company that uh, your barber told you about or that your uncle's sister's cousin works at and she's got her foot in the door as the as the janitor. Like... <laughs> Just maybe just start working. Just start working and then work your way up from there. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, the whole time it took you to uh, realize that you were in a pyramid scheme, you could have started as a busser, <laughs> worked your way up to server, could have been lead server, and then bartender, and then you could have been GM in that three-year span. Yeah, exactly. Not just that. I mean, you could even just be a waiter and still make more money than a forex trader. <laughs> it makes some good money off of tips. Niggas right. make $45 one time. <laughs> <laughs> they're sold on it for six months. Like, all right, let's be realistic. Yeah. Hey, right, I'm, I ain't going to, I'm going to keep it a whole buck though. If any of my friends ever hit me, I'm like, Hey, I want to talk to you about some, uh, some like financial advisement type of thing. Like real quick. Have you ever heard of this Forex thing? Me and you, if I sign you up, I got you. I'm like, all right, we're no longer friends. <laughs> that's, that's the day of me and you are no longer friends. I don't know. We, Alex, you could hit me up tomorrow and say, like, hey, I want to get you involved in this. You're no longer my brother, actually, at that point. 
I don't know what type of process I have to do to like dis value as a brother, but I'll look into it. Just show up to the local courthouse. All right. Well, I'm gonna call it a night. Uh, this is great. Uh, this is the No Relation Podcast. This is Alex saying bye. This is Joe signing off. Peace and blessings. This is Evan. Have a wonderful week. Up top tier. I never let a motherfucker try me, no I'm feeling the pressures, I'm like a diamond, yo My family straight, I'm getting what I need, all. Oh. 10,000 hours, I put the time into it All of the emotion on the felt You hate me, then you hating on yourself My head around the waist, I'm like a belt Well, so hard to get Keep it anonymous Cause once the public figures out Targets ain't hard to hit So proceed with caution, the beast of passing For things your fortune can get from Austin, you see he got sent to be so fortunate. Mrs. Mr. Whoever I pray.